Welcome to God's Eternal Purpose Radio Broadcast, brought to you by the Church in Accra as one of the local churches in Ghana. We bring you a life-changing fellowship every Saturday at 8 o'clock to 8.30 a.m. on Sweet Melodies 94.3 FM. And now, today's message. We have to thank the Lord for giving us such a light, such a life, and such a hope. Our hope is in Jesus Christ. We have a hope which none can take away. And that hope is in the resurrection of Jesus. Up from the grave he arose, a victor from the dark domain. No one can stop him. And this is where I and all of us who are Christian hold as our hope. We want to continue our fellowship on the matter of the lost messengers and the lost message and the lost method. But before then, let's have a word of prayer. Father, we want to thank you. Thank you for the grace you have given to us. Thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you for the word which you put into us every day. And thank you for the opportunity to bring many into the kingdom. Your desire is that we should bring them in from the folds and fields of sin. We should bring them in from all the alleys and from all the dungeons and from all the evil places where Satan takes a hold over their mind and over their life. Holy One, grant us an opening into your word, an understanding of your word and the presence and power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you. So, fellow listeners, fellow believers, Christians, brothers and sisters, wherever you are, this is a very important thing for us to take note of. That the Lord Jesus Christ desires that all, whatever your background, whoever you are, should come. If you are weary, if you are tired, if you think your situation is hopeless, or if you think your situation is getting dimmer and dimmer and dimmer, and you don't know what to do, he is the light of the world. He is the savior of mankind. He wants you to turn and come. He wants you to open your heart and open your whole being unto him. May his name be praised. Amen. So, when we want to read from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 17, verse 30 and 31. Acts 17, 30 and 31. I read, Truly, these times of ignorance God overlooked, but now commands all men everywhere to repent, because he has appointed a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness by the man whom he has ordained. He has given assurance of this to all by raising him from the dead. This is the word that the Holy Spirit, through the lips of the apostle, spoke. Before, God created man in his image, in his likeness. God's desire that this man will be a representative, will express him with his power. Unfortunately, it didn't happen that way. This man was deceived, and this man took another course away from what God had designed for him. Now, after a time, mankind, instead of seeking God, 
started looking for things in creation to worship, like gold, wood, stone. And the apostle is saying that, yes, mankind went so low, so down, that he started worshiping creation instead of the creator, instead of God. But he took this as ignorance on the part of man, and he has overlooked all. But he's charging every man that don't remain in this ignorance forever. Come. The door is open unto you. Come. He's willing. He's ready to forgive. But if God will forgive you, then you must repent. You must repent means that you must change your ways of life. You must change your way of thinking, your consideration, and come to God through Jesus Christ. Today is the day that the door is open again for you to repent. God is waiting for you. Christ is waiting for you. The Holy Spirit is waiting for you. And for this, God sent men who became his messengers. Jesus Christ, when he was going, commanded the apostles to go around to preach the gospel. He charged them to go around and disciple the nation. And all those who believe in their word will be saved. This is an important thing for us to note and for us to understand and for us to give our life to. There are people who have the grace, they are eloquent, they can speak very well, they are knowledgeable, they understand many things. But unfortunately, some of these ones don't understand the mystery of God, who is Christ. And the mystery of Christ, which is the church. It's very difficult to use your human mind to understand God. It's very difficult to use your human mind to understand who Christ is. You can use historical definition, but you will not understand fully this Christ. It's also very difficult to understand what the church is, who the church is. It's not just an organization where people go Sunday, Sunday, or from time to time to hold together, to read Bible together, and that's what is all. No, it is more than this. These are people in whom Christ has become their life. They are living. They are expressing. And they are standing up, responding. Or they have the ability to respond to the command that Jesus Christ gave in Mark 16. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. His desire is that not just preaching, but discipling the nations. Discipling the nation means teaching them to walk according to Christ. Bringing them into the knowledge of Christ. Bringing them into the life of Christ. Bringing them into the ways of Christ. Bringing them into the truth of Christ. You know, we cannot all preach. But some can preach. We cannot all teach. But some can teach. We cannot all sing, but some can sing. We cannot all give great sums of money, but some can give. Thank God for those who can give, but not all. And, and that not all are in the majority. Most of us have one talent. But there's one thing that we all can do. We all, we all can talk. We all can talk to God. We all can come before God. 
We all can seek God. We all can pray in short. When Jesus was going, one thing he said, my house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations. God did not give a sword to the church. God gave prayer to the church. So everyone who is a Christian can pray, can go down on his knees to talk to God. Prayer is actually talking from the depths of your heart in sincerity, in consecration, in total commitment, speaking from your heart to God. But we need to speak to God what God wants. We need to speak to God what God speaks. We need to speak to God what God indicates. We all can witness. We all can speak to somebody. We all can tell someone about this wonderful Christ. We all can call upon the name of this wonderful Jesus. We can all follow Jesus at his request, at his besest. That even as he has promised, he may make us fishers of men. When the, the apostles were called, some of them were called, they were fishermen, mending their nets, some in the boats. But he called them and told them that you are not going to just go down to the sea to fish fishes. But you are not going to fish men. Christians, believers, those who are followers of Jesus are supposed to be fishers of men. To bring them from the crowd, from the sea of men, of mankind, with all forms of confusion, degradation, and pollution. To be saved. He has promised. That all those who turn to him. He will give them eternal life. He has promised. That all those who follow. He will make them fishers of men. This is a wonderful plan. And the most powerful plan. There is a spiritual arithmetic as well as physical arithmetic. If one in God can chase a thousand, if two in the spirit can put 10,000 to flight, how many more will be overcome, will be garnered, will be brought in, will be won for the Lord if a hundred of us, if a thousand of us if 10,000 of us will go out to reap this human immortal harvest, are you willing to respond? Do you have the ability to respond to the Savior's command, to the Savior's request? Come now. We invite you, we call you. Turn from the ways you are going. That is not the right way, for there is a way that seems good to the man, but the end thereof. It's destruction. It looks good. It looks okay. But it does not end well in a lot of cases. Dear friend, will you be one? 
Are you in the choir or a chorister? Are you a singer? Do you sing? Will you be one? What do you do in life that you think you can do to make God happy? Will you be one of those who will go and fish for men? Are you a deacon? I ask you, will you be one? Don't just stay and clean the pews, the seats. Will you be one? To bring someone to sit on the, on, on, on the pew that you have cleaned, on the chair that you have cleaned. Will you be one? Jesus is calling. He's waiting for you. He wants you to turn from your ways and come to know him, come to accept him. Are you a Sunday school teacher? Teaching children? Teaching young people? Will you be one of those who will bring men into the kingdom? Who will bring men into the harvest of God? Will you be one? Are you a teacher? Will you be one? Whatever is your responsibility, whatever is your duty, whatever you are able to do, I'm asking again, throwing a challenge to you, will you be one of those who will go out and fish for men and bring them in to the Savior? Fellow Christian, fellow child of God, will you be one? But this is not just going out to speak a motivational message? No. We go out to speak God, to speak Christ, to speak spirit into men, to awaken them from their stupor, from their sleep, to awaken them from their dullness of heart. Following the lost method or following the master's method. Remember, the message is the same, the messengers are the same, and the method is also the same. It has not changed. The truth is the same. God is the same. Christ is the same. Yesterday, today, forever, Jesus is the same. The spirit is the same. Oh! of these approaches by the Holy Spirit are absolutely the same. Identically the same. Without a slightest change. The same. It has not changed. It cannot change. It will not change. It must not be changed by you, by anyone. It is the lost method. It is the master's method. It is the Holy Spirit's method. It is God, the Father's method. It is the method of the Old Testament and it's also the method of the New Testament. Let me tell you, fellow brother, fellow Christian, it was the Holy Spirit's method. It was the, the Father's method. 
It was the method of Moses. It was the method of Samuel. It was the method of Elijah. It was the method of Isaiah. Let me bring you also into the New Testament. It was the method of Paul. And all the reformers and all the men of God throughout the time. It was their method. It is simple. It is clear. It's definite. It's direct. It's personal. It's individual. And it is universal. The same method. Christ. Christ. And Christ alone. Bringing Christ into the heart of men. Bringing Christ into the souls of men. Bringing Christ into the mind of men. To change them from their evil and wicked ways. To change them from their worldly ways. To change them from their sloppy ways. To change them from their backsliding ways. Again I say, it is simple. It is clear. It is definite. It is direct. It is personal and individual. And it is universal just for you to be brought in. There has not been a change. The same Christ yesterday, today, and forever. It is a twofold method. What are the methods? Or what is the method? The method is when he was going, he told them, You don't run so quickly. Go and tarry. First, you must tarry. First, you must wait. First, you must seek his presence. First, you must seek his authority. First, you must seek his, his power. Then go. We must tarry, that is, we must wait. We must wait patiently. We must wait persistently. We must wait purposefully. We must tarry in prayer at the feet of God. At the feet of Jesus. At the feet of the Holy Spirit. There is absolutely no use doing anything else until we have done just that. Someone has said, we cannot go further until we go deeper. Don't try to run ahead of God. Don't try to run ahead of the Holy Spirit. Wait patiently at his feet. Look into his wonderful face and the things of the earth will grow slingly thin. It will stop attracting you. It will stop distracting you. It will stop pulling you. Yes, it will still invite you. But you will not be attracted. Why? Because someone has given you a better attention. His name is Jesus Christ. We must tarry before God until the Holy Spirit exposes to us and convicts us of every sin. Big or little. 
The other day I was speaking to someone. He said, little sense, God does not worry. Let me ask you, God is a righteous God. Is he not? You stole 5,000. I stole 2,000. Who is a thief? Before God, we are all thieves. We are all unrighteousness. For our righteousness are like filthy rags before God. None of us is righteous before God. None of us can be right before God. Because we have things that is overt and we have things that is covered. One that is seen by, by everyone and one that is not known and seen by everyone. But God sees all, in and out, out and in. You can't hide yourself. They are all hidden in our lives. We must tarry until in humble penitence we have confessed every known and unknown transgression. We must tarry until we know that our iniquities are completely forgiven, that our souls are cleansed in the blood of the cross. We must tarry until we see the terrible condition of the lost world, until we see men, women, precious children sinking into eternal hell. We must tarry until our souls are aflame with the compassion that brought Jesus from heaven, that drove him up and down Palestine, that prostrated him in Gethsemane, that nailed him to the cross. We must tarry until our souls are aflame. Are you ready? Do you have the ability to respond to this call, to this invitation, to this request, to this desire of God? We must tarry until God gives us a message. Don't run without a message. And it's not just motivational message. It's the message of the cross. It's the message of Christ. It's not a message that brings wealth to you. It's a message that brings God, that brings Christ, that brings the Spirit and brings compassion into your soul. Our words are empty. Our teachings are futile. Our preaching is as tinkling brass and a sounding cymbal unless our thoughts our reasonings, our dissertation come from God. Are you willing to remain in his presence until the unction opens the depths of your being that rivers of living water can flow out from you? From God who is in your spirit, through your spirit, unto the thirsty souls of mankind. Unless God sends us, we had better not go. Unless the Holy Spirit gives us a word, we had better not speak. God has a testimony for every one of his children, but he alone can reveal it to us. 
It's only Jesus. Jesus in the morning. Jesus at noon. Jesus in the night. Jesus at midnight. Jesus alone. Only Jesus can save. Only his word can save. He knows the condition of every person who comes. He knows the condition of every person who listens. He knows the conditions of those who are listening today at this time. He alone can convince and convict. We must tarry until the Bible becomes a living, burning, roaring, volcanic explosion within us so that we cannot remain silent. We must tarry for power. Need I stress this? Has not each of us learned the heartbreaking lessons of our own impotence? Have you not fallen dreadfully short of your own standards? Have you not brokenheartedly sought the reason for your own barren fruit, fruitlessness? Not by mind, the Bible says, not by power, but by my spirit. The Lord is saying to each of us, as he said it through Zachariah, to anxious Zerubbabel. Thank God there is power for us, for each of us, for all of us. Power in abundance, power to overflowing. There is power for every detail, for every venture and adventure of our Christian life. God is eager to feel us, to thrill us, to inspire us, and even empower us. Let us take hold of God. Claim his promises. Beseech his mercies. Hold on pleadingly until he floods our souls with his almighty spirit. After we have tarried, and only after we have tarried, must we go. In the name of the Lord, in the power of the spirit, for the souls of men, we must go. Every one of us must go. The field is white. The field is ripe unto the harvest. We are racing against time, against sin, against Satan, against death. We have no time to waste, fellow Christian, fellow brother, fellow sister. No time to waste, no time to lose. The way will be adults. The toil heartbreaking. It is a tax for courageous, Christ-loving Christians. It will be neither easy nor cheap. The price of souls is great. Jesus knew it on the cross. We must know it in the field of the world where we are today. Victory is certain. God is on the throne. His promises are yes and amen in Christ. The Holy Spirit is ever with us. Will you take up this challenge? This plea of Christ? Will you be witness unto him? For him who loved you and gave himself for you, will you say to Jesus this hour, by the agony of Gethsemane's blood sweat, by the torment of Calvary's rugged cross, by the burning fires of hell, by the joys and bliss of heaven, Lord Jesus, yes, may you count on me. I will go. May God bless you. I'll close at this point and come back again. But before I go, are you willing to go? The Lord Jesus 
I'm willing to go. But save me first. Save me from my weakness, my fear. Save me from my sinful nature and behavior. Save me from my hypocrisy. Save me and cleanse me again with your blood. And fill me with your word, even with your spirit. I'm willing to go. Send me. Send me. Send me, Lord Jesus. Thank you for saving me and hearing my prayer. Amen. We want to thank God for this word. Wherever you are, wherever you are, may God bless you. And we'll come back again to continue our fellowship. My name is Brother Caleb Lanquitete. God bless you. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to God's Eternal Purpose Radio Broadcast brought to you by the Church in Accra as one of the local churches in Ghana. Fellowship with the Church in Accra by joining our virtual Bible study meeting links and fellowships on Sundays, 9.30 to 12 o'clock p.m., Wednesdays at 6.30 to 8 o'clock p.m., and Fridays, 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. You may contact us for further fellowship and joining links by calling us on 0200-117-222 or 0274-433-100 or 0246-962607. The numbers again are 0200 222 or 0274 or 0246 You can send any questions by WhatsApping us on the same numbers. Check us up on the various social media platforms including podcasts by searching God's Eternal Purpose Broadcast. The local churches, living for Christ and the church till his kingdom come.